You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. What up, everybody? Pastor David here. Thank you for jumping into the podcast or radio program, however you're listening to Morning Breath today. Super excited to be going into Luke 12 with you guys. Before we do, I'm going to unpack a little bit in case it's your first time joining on the program. What we do is we read a chapter of the Bible the night before, and then we read it the next morning. We go to our Merritt Island location. we got a little recording studio set up, and we just talk about what God breathed on our hearts. We don't do research. We don't prepare messages. This isn't from my sermon notes from preaching. This is just from the Word of God, from the Spirit of God, and from our hearts. It's usually a pastor and a co-host. Today, I got a, a mighty man of valor, dude, a very close friend of mine. He is, man, such a blessing to the church, East Coast. He is on the chapel team, and we serve together getting the gospel to people at our chapel location. He runs so many things. He's done so many things. Scott Norwood, man, great to have you on the program today, buddy. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. Pumped up, fired up, super excited. Exactly, exactly. Now, he's, uh, he's done a lot. He's done a lot. He's actually, he's spearheaded crew, which is Campus Crusade for Christ, um, for a long time out at Eastern Florida State. And he has really been a part of bringing a lot to life. He's led Wolfpack here at um, East Coast Christian Center as far as like the mezzanine and our young adults. He's made a lot of difference in young guys' lives. So Scott, I tell you what, as we're moving forward here, why don't you tell them how they can stay connected into uh, morning and how the, into morning breath, how they can plug in. Absolutely. So we have the East Coast app or eccc.us for info, events, past sermons, and morning breath episodes. You can also find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call 321-452-1060, and we will email and mail you with more information about East Coast. Come on. All those are options to stay plugged in. Social media, websites, apps, phone calls, whatever it takes. Um, Also, we got two events coming up. you're a little far out from this. You just got married a couple months ago, which is exciting. Ooh, Super yeah. exciting. Um, we got kids camp June 6th through 10th, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. $99 for the first child, $75 for the second. Every child after that's free, but it's out at our Cocoa location. It's a, a man, a fun-filled day of just the kids being interactive, learning about Jesus, learning worship songs, and having a great time. So that's coming up. But we also have TNT Youth Conference, July 11th through 13th. That will be at our Parkway location, our Maryland location. It's $245 for general admission. Um, June 1st, the price goes up to $295, but this is worth every penny. We have the recording artist, the Christian hip-hop artist, KB, coming in. He has, man, so many hits. He's incredible. We have amazing messages already prepared for that week for gauged for teenagers the whole event is for teens they're gonna love it make sure every teenager you know is there so all right jumping into luke 12 we've got like 50 something chapters we're gonna split it like some way through where we split it again i like like first like 34 35 something like that so what translation are you reading scott we're reading from the new living translation this morning New Living Translation. What's your What's your favorite translation to, to read? So it really depends. Uh, I enjoy the New King James Version for study, but when I'm just generally reading, I read the the NLT. Yeah, go to. Yeah, same here. And then and then I'll dive. And then and then if I'm really like, man, God God's like having me zeroed in on a on a specific area of scripture, I'll go to like BlueLetterBible.org. Oh, I love that. And really just man, break it down. But I tell you what, Scott, you're gonna read first. So I say to you, read, sir. All right. 
Meanwhile, the crowds grew until thousands were milling about and stepping on each other. Jesus turned first to his disciples and warned them, Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, their hypocrisy. The time is coming when everything that is covered up will be revealed, and all that is secret will be made known to all. Whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered behind closed doors will be shouted from the housetops for all to hear. Dear friends, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot do any more to you after that. But I tell you whom to fear. Fear God, who has the power to kill you and then throw you into hell. Yes, he's the one to fear. What is the price of five sparrows, two copper coins? Yet God does not forget a single one of them. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered, so don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. I tell you the truth. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, the Son of Man will also acknowledge in the presence of God's angels. But anyone who denies me here on earth will be denied before God's angels. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven. But anyone who blasphemes the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And when you are brought to trial in the synagogues and before rulers and authorities, don't worry about how to defend yourself or what to say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what needs to be said. Then someone called from the crowd, Teacher, please tell my brother to divide our friend's estate with me. Jesus replied, Friend, who made me a judge over you to decide such things as that? Then he said, Beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. Then he told them a story. A rich man had fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, What should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I'll have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, My friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool. You will die this very night. Then who will get everything you work for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. Then, turning to his disciples, Jesus said, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. For life is more than food, and your body more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for God feeds them and you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And don't be concerned about what to eat and what to drink. Don't worry about such things. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers all over the world. But your Father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and He will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your Father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to those in need. This will store up treasure for you in heaven, and the purses of heaven never get old or develop holes. Your treasures will be safe. No thief can steal it, and no moth can destroy it. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also.
Be dressed for service and keep your lamps, lamps burning as though you were waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast. Then you will be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth. He himself will seat them, put on an apron, and serve them, and they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time for when the Son of Man will come least expected. Peter asked, Lord, is that illustration just for us or for everyone? The Lord replied, A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I will tell you the truth that the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But if the servant thinks my master won't be back for a while and he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk, the master will return with unannounced and unexpected. He will cut the servant in pieces and banish him with the unfaithful and the servant who knows what the master wants but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions he will be severely punished but someone who does not know and then does something wrong will be punished only lightly when someone has been given much much will be required in return and when someone has been entrusted with much even more will be required. I have come to set this world on fire, and I wish it were already burning. I have, ter I have a terrible baptism of suffering ahead of me, and I am under a heavy burden. And until it is accomplished, do you think I have come to bring peace to earth? No, I have come to divide people against each other. Now, From now on, families will be split apart. Three in favor of me, two against. Or two in favor and three against. Father will be divided against son, and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Then Jesus turned and to the crowd said, When you see the clouds being deformed into the west, you say, Here comes a shower, and you are right. But when the south wind blows, you say, Today will be a scorcher, and it is. You fools, you know how to interpret the weather and signs of the earth, but you do not know how to interpret the present times. Why can't you decide yourselves what's right? When you are on the way to court with your accuser, try to settle the matter before you get there. Otherwise, your accuser may drag you before the judge who will hand you over to the officer who will throw you in prison. And if that happens, you won't be free again until you have paid the very last penny. Amen. Uh, man. man, Jesus Woo. swings on this one. He's wow. he, He's fiery, literally fiery. He says, I wish I would to burn this place Man. down. And and I tell you what, you know, you you're the co-host today, Scott. So we'll we'll jump um we'll jump out uh and to you first. What jumped out on your heart when you were reading this chapter? Well, one of the things I, I saw here was if we roll back up to verse six, it says, What is the price of five sparrows? Two copper coins, yet God does not forget a single one of them, and the very hairs on your head are all numbered, so don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Could you expound on that for us a little bit? I mean, it looks like God really values well, us. Well, Paul comes into uh, play uh, with your value, okay? Everybody talks about the God, love of God, but the value of man is also critically important to understand the relationship. In Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, he unpacks grace and value. He says, listen, you have grace through faith, but it isn't of your works you know, so no man can boast because you are the father's masterpiece. Mm. You're the masterpiece. That's good. So what happens is we don't ever teach people that you have value. We teach people you have to earn value. Mm. All right. Now that is what, that's the opposite of grace. Right. 
you know, or Jesus saying, he said, listen, you guys are worried about, you know, it's like, so for instance, I love to do YouTube and different stuff like that. Well, my camera has value. Right. Well, guess what? Because it has value, it goes in a case that can protect it. I provide protection for it. You know what I mean? I also make sure that its needs are met. It's kept in the right conditions. You know, the camera doesn't, if it could, it doesn't have to worry about its existence. Me, I take care of that. I and mean, we don't often think about that. And it isn't It isn't necessarily, you know, um, we, we get the brokenness of thinking, well, it's because I do such and such for God. It's because I'm a pastor for God or I'm a mom for God or I'm a dad for God that God's going to do that. No, it's because you're his child. That's so good. You know, but what, 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 what in your heart, though, what, what did you like? Well, you know, as I'm reading through this, it just blows my mind how God is always telling us. He's saying, hey, you know, I love this saying. He says, God doesn't um, call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Come on. And what I love so much about this is, you know, God has has and is qualifying his called. I mean, I think about my I have nothing to boast about except Christ. And yep. so I just love how in this in these verses, I mean, you even go down and he talks about I'm just going to jump down real quick, talks about not worrying, for example. You, you think about value. I mean, when you think about the basic needs of life, that's in, that's just wild. He says, don't worry about what food to eat or having enough clothes to wear. I mean, he, he gives these real life, you know, examples from nature. Can you like just unpack that a little bit for us? I thought that was so powerful when he says, don't worry. I mean, what? It's, I mean, it's, it almost looks like a command. What are your thoughts? Well, worrying is putting your faith in something that's fear-based. Okay, um, where faith we're, we're called to biblically is putting in something that we're hoped for because, you know, the greatest, the three greatest things are faith, hope, and love. Well, you know, love is the source. Faith is the is the arrow and hope is the target. All right. So that's that's how we do that. That's why I say don't worry about these carnal things. Yeah, I even wrote there, don't be afraid of mortal danger because he's, he's saying you, 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 you masterpiece are so much more than these mortal times. Now, I want to also kind of like with that thought of worry, I want to um, bring up something here where he talks about, hey, you can be forgiven of all these sins, but if you speak against the Holy Spirit, I'll actually read it real quick, uh, verse 9 and 10. But anyone who denies here on earth will be denied before God's angels. Anyone um, who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but anyone who blasphemes the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Now, I've done it. I've done a YouTube video on this, teaching on it. Um, you don't. We don't often get a lot of time on Sunday mornings to unpack this scripture. You could be reading, and you could be thrown way out of the pocket after reading that. Let me tell you right now, what we get a better picture in in Matthew's gospel of what this, what's kind of going on around Jesus in this moment. But what he's talking about here is they have started to give credit to Satan, Beelzebub. All right for what God is doing and the Holy Spirit's doing. And that is where you see the the, the start of the parables. Mm -hmm. He says, okay, I'm done with you guys. If you're going to now say what my father's doing is Satan, that's how far off the religious leaders were. So people get worried that if they could blast from the Holy Spirit. So if you went through a dark moment, maybe you were drunk and you're just like, I hate you, God, or uh, this, you didn't blast from the Holy Spirit. Uh, you didn't. All That's right. so good. Like I was so worried about that when I was younger. Yeah, I must have got saved every Sunday when I was a little boy. Right, and and I see people to this day. They're like, they really they're worried about this, and it's not a large amount of people, but it is a notable amount. And what happens is this: blaspheming the Holy Spirit 
really takes someone who is saying, listen, um, not only do I no, not necessarily no longer believe in God, because notice it doesn't say they don't believe in God anymore. They, it actually says that they're going to speak out and lash against what the work of the Holy Spirit's doing, which you're actually now becoming an enemy of the movement and the work of God. Which you can't accidentally do. Exactly. Let's just clarify that for a second. You you can't accidentally blaspheme the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's not an act. I mean, I can't accidentally bump into you and then you, why'd you hit me? It's right, like, you don't well, stub your toe and then blaspheme the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you were younger, like you said, you keep getting saved, right? Well, you kept getting saved because you felt a conviction in your mm, heart. Well, good. I'll tell you this. The people that have blasphemed the Holy Spirit have no conviction in their heart. All right. They have they have none. They're like they're they are done and they're moving forward. And that is why, because like how um, Jesus was right going old school now, go back to Exodus. And if you start unpacking the Pharaoh, you know, Pharaoh did stuff, Pharaoh did stuff. And then it's the, then the really like kind of controversial verse. It says, then God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And people are like, well, look, God did that to Pharaoh and made and then it led to Pharaoh's kids dying. And no. God didn't directly do that. Mm. He allowed Pharaoh to continue on his self-centered, egotistical, narcissistic way, which will harden your heart. Okay? And so, it is such a – I want to say it is <laughs> yeah. such a – I mean, for the people especially that are you know sensitive spiritually, maybe you just – you know, you're just starting to walk with the Lord or you've been walking with him a long time. You Again, you can't accidentally do this. And an, another thing too is – I mean, you have to go – so I've probably in the last 10 years plus of doing ministry – Maybe one, and I don't even. I, I don't even want to say that because I don't know a man's heart. But of all the people that I've ministered to, maybe one, maybe two that I've been like, man, he's probably. I mean, that's pretty close to black. I mean, they, but they were like Satanist, like right. just really, you know, uh, you know, uh, aggro against Good. God. Talking about that and talking about like the value of man and and humanity. Like I, <laughs> I had a crazy encounter a long time ago, and. Um, and it talks about division. It talks about here later in the chapter. Uh, I'm going to unpack my story here in a second. But, you know, father against son. It's because it's, it's, it's like this. I got to unpack this part so you understand it too. Is that because when Jesus came, Emmanuel, God with us, peace on earth, goodwill towards men, that wasn't saying the struggle is over. Mm, I'm glad you're unpacking this right, right now. This is good. It is saying that the war between man and God is over mm. because Jesus is going to bring grace and peace. All right. The king is going to restore the throne and he's going to take back dominion from Satan. Well, while we're alive right now, Satan is going to try and take dominion back from you in your life, which is going to try and cause you to go at war and at division and at odds with the people around you have them stirred up at odds with you like jesus would even say hey this world hated me how much more are they going to hate the people that follow me if they hated me they're going to hate you like let's be real why because the darkness hates the light and i say that all to say the story is man we had a march going on a couple years ago here and we we're giving out water at the march to help people out and there's a lot of different people groups at this march and and i, I would say protest kind of deal we're out loving the community and a satanist came up and and i went to give the satanist a uh a bottle of water and we were everybody was wearing masks at the time and he pulls his mask down and he gets in my face and he goes hail satan in front of everybody and i was like wow okay cool and i said well do you do you want the water or, or excuse me no i didn't say why i said I, I was not offering him water i was actually offering him prayer i said do you want prayer henceforth which engages the hail satan and i said okay and i said and we were actually walking the same direction and i said how about this you have your god i have mine 
I said, um, he goes, your prayers won't work on me. And I said, okay, you have your God, I have mine. Why don't we have a prayer battle then? I said, you, you said this yes. <laughs> I said, I said, you have a. Pro-? I said, why don't we have a prayer battle? And he's like, fine, let's do it. I said, well, if your God shows up, you win. If my God shows up, I win. And he's like, all right. And I go, well, then what are you praying for? And he goes, I'm praying that your prayers don't work. And I was like, okay. And um, and he, he goes, well, what are you praying for? I said, I'm praying that you experience the love of God. And he goes, and he laughed at me. And we're walking down the road. And he goes, how is that ever going to happen? He goes, your prayer won't work. And I said, really? I said, are you thirsty? Would you like a drink of water? He goes, yeah, I would love that. Right then, we passed by the East Coast Christian Center cooler that had nothing but ice cold waters in it. I reached down, grabbed a water out from the church, wow. handed it to him. He opened it, um, drank it. And that's when he goes, oh, man, thank you. I love that. And I was like, and you just experienced the love of God. And then, I and, love that. And he was honestly angry and laughing and baffled. And, you know, we went our separate ways for a second. Then I saw him standing by himself and I walked over to him again. And um, we talked for a moment and then he thanked the church for being out there and loving on people. Wow. And then he said he couldn't wait to go and visit the church. He said, <laughs> like a Satanist a of heart. <laughs> who opened with hail Satan. All right. Wow. So it's like, yeah, there's division, but like, like Paul, I would have been tempted to douse him with some holy water right then. <laughs> but I knew it, it, it was the demons in him. It was the wounds in him. Yeah, it was the life good. in him. That young man is, he has, et- my Bible says he has a eternity in his heart. Right. I'm speaking to his eternity. Mm. That's an image bearer of our father. Yeah. Let's t- talk about value. Right? Yeah, like, you know, that's an image bearer of our father. I'm not going to let that go to waste. I don't care. You know how many stupid things I've said and done in my 20s? You know what I mean? If I had to be labeled and branded by all those things, I mean, it'd be ridiculous. Mm. And it's like, so we really need to look at, hey, there's going to be a conflict between man because there is an evil driving force. And I often heard it explained as like, is what happens is it's like a pool party. Right? I remember being at a pool party mm-hmm. as a kid before we all had cell phones, right? <laughs> um, at the pool party. There was a time that <laughs> Right? Like, that's how old I am. I, you know, I remember life before the cell phone. You'd always try and push the kid in the pool. Mm-hmm. And, well, Satan's getting pushed into the pool of fire. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to grab as many people. Just like at the pool mm. party when you're a kid, when you get pushed in, you're trying to grab whoever's pushing you in, anybody around them, and bring them into the pool with you. It's a great visual. And that's what he's doing right now on earth. And that's why you see him stirred up in your family members, in your coworkers, because he knows he's going to the lake of fire. Mm. He just don't want to go there alone. So that's, that's believe it or not, a very dark and morbid encouragement for you to say, <laughs> hey, listen, what you wrestle with is not flesh and blood. Let's pray for our family members. Let's pray for our co-workers. And God will have breakthrough. Well, we're going to take a break here in a moment. Then Scott's going to end us with a final thought of wisdom. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age 
or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, well, we're back and on the break, Scott and I were talking. Share what you were saying, man. So I just wanted to share real quick, uh, you know, when we're talking about the overview of what we're looking at, overcome evil with good. You know, that's one of the best uh, weapons we have. And also just want to encourage everybody, Jesus is the means and the end. Jesus is the means of our salvation and the end of our salvation when we're talking about going into, uh, into glory. And I just want to end with Philippians. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. So I just wanted to 
leave with that verse for everybody this morning. And that's super good. I love how you talk about like overcoming evil with good. And, and, you know, there's even that scripture that's misconceived where it talks about heaping coals on, you know, mm. the, the like your enemy. Yeah. And for us, like us, all those people that like to go camping, it's like heaping coals would really be a bad thing. <laughs> but actually, um, Paul's saying is like cover them in warmth. Like cover them in warmth is what it's actually an expression from yeah. first century of like, you know, w- what they're hurting, like give them warmth. It's Don't, so good. you know, and it is, and it really is. It's, you know, find that, find that drink of water for that person that is screaming something crazy, you mm. know, instead of trying to like bash them with the Bible, uh, the Bible's a book of hope and love and truth. Let's give them all that, you know, yeah. in a loving way. So man, I've loved having you on the program today, Scott. So that's Luke 12. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.